should probably cut back on the drinking, but uh, it makes me feel good. I mean, I can't sleep for more than two hours at a time, and I do not get erections anymore. But apart from that, it's fine. Come on, I'm gonna go stand in front of books so you're subconsciously reminded how smart I am. Hello. When I first heard the term social justice warrior, it immediately made sense to me, because I thought it referred to the kind of person who writes angry Facebook posts because a white guy at a college 2,000 miles away has a culturally appropriative hairstyle, or the kind of person who can't watch a single movie without complaining about how sexist the characters are. Like, he's the villain of the movie! Of course he's fucking sexist! You're not supposed to like him! Ah! But then I came on YouTube and discovered that SJW apparently just means anyone to the left of Hitler. So I guess I'm an SJW. But I didn't used to be. I mean, I was always pretty progressive on race issues, but it did take me a while to warm up to feminism. I think it might be interesting for me to discuss my transition from misogynist shitlord to feminist mangina, since debate about this topic often feels futile. For the feminists out there, I am proof that it's possible for people to change their minds on this subject. And for anyone who's a shitlord watching this, you may want to listen up so you can find out how the brainwashing actually happens. What a bunch of fucking drama queens. So when I say I used to be a misogynist, I don't mean I was raping people. You know, it was the little things. For instance, I remember in high school English class I loved Homer and hated Jane Austen, although I barely read either of them, pretty much just because Homer was about war, which is a man thing, so I assumed it would be serious and profound, whereas Jane Austen is about engagements, which is a woman thing, so I assumed it would be effeminate and therefore trivial. At my lowest point, this would be about six years ago, I uploaded a YouTube video titled Questions for Feminists, which was a condescending and disingenuous gotcha-type video that I'm now thoroughly ashamed of. I mean, you'd have to be a real piece of shit to make a video like that these days. Aww. Anyway, I went to college and studied first music and then neuroscience. I'd taken a bunch of science, statistics, and philosophy classes, but I was required to take an English class as part of the core curriculum. I wanted to take the Shakespeare class, but that was full, so I looked for an alternative and stumbled across a course called Introduction to Critical Methods. I read the course description and it looked like a bunch of namby-pamby leftist gibberish, but I decided to take the class anyway because I've always been kind of curious to understand people I disagree with, which is probably why I'm so obsessed with YouTube shitlords now. Anyway, I went into this class basically for the purpose of making fun of it. I remember on the first day I jotted down in my notes and quotation marks a bunch of the professor's phrases and buzzwords that I found ridiculous. I was a big opera fan back then, so when the professor dismissed it as a bourgeois spectacle, I got super mad. Opera is not bourgeois! It's universal! Everybody likes it! Even Charlene! The pivot point happened when we got our first reading assignment, which was this book, Ways of Seeing, by John Berger. It's a work of Marxist feminist art criticism that describes the social role of oil paintings and advertisements. When I first read it, it actually made me really angry, but it also led me to this kind of epiphany. It seems like such an obvious and trivial point now, but until I read this, it actually had never occurred to me that so much historical art basically celebrates the perspective of rich white men. And I don't mean to suggest that the perspective of white men is bad. It isn't. It's just that until I read this book, I didn't even really think of it as a perspective. I just saw it as the default, universal way of looking at things. It didn't really occur to me that women or, say, Africans might look at things differently. But once I read this book, I saw things differently. And I started seeing white male dominance in all kinds of things, like movies, and books, and video games. It made me question what had been this implicit white male supremacy that I'd carried with me all my life, and I suddenly became much more willing to listen to the perspectives of women and other kinds of people, even when I found what they were saying counterintuitive. 
But that was one crack in the shitlord shell. In the same year I read this book, I had another experience that changed my feelings about feminism. So I was standing on the subway platform, and this woman with really nice legs walked by. And I didn't say anything, because I actually have never catcalled anyone. But I did kind of side-eye down, because she had really nice legs. I'm like, what was I supposed to do? Not look at them? I mean, I must have done this hundreds of times before, and no one had ever called me out on it, so I guess I must have thought I was smoother than I was. But this time, the woman actually confronted me about it. She made this gesture like, hey, like I can see what you're doing. And yeah, I was embarrassed, but I was more just shocked. Until then, it actually hadn't sunk in that she could see me as well as I could see her. And that I wasn't just an invisible agent and she wasn't just a passive object. And again, it sounds intuitive and obvious, but for a lot of men, including me, it apparently isn't. And what's funny is she probably went home after that and was like, what an asshole, men are hopeless. And she'll never know that in fact, because of what she did, I went home and completely re-examined my life. What have I done? So for a while after that, every time I would pass a gorgeous person on the street, I would lock my eyes straight ahead of me and think to myself, Eyes front and center, private, or I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck. But that became untenable pretty quickly, so what I usually do now when I walk onto the subway is- Ah jeez, are we doing this? Alright, I'll just look at everything so that it seems normal. Looking at the tile, looking at the bag, looking at the floor, looking at the electrical box, looking at the book, and now... But I'm not staring, I'm just glancing, and that's okay, there's nothing wrong with glancing. I glanced at everything. I glanced at the tile. It's completely non-discriminatory. It's like equality. Isn't that what feminists want? I'm not like those other creepy guys. I'm a cool feminist guy. I was looking at the tile. Tell me I'm a cool guy who understands feminism. Validate me. Tell me I'm a nice guy, you goddamn bitch. This is not going well. Let's, uh, let's get back on track here. I guess the upshot is that the Anti-Social Justice League is right. Universities are where the brainwashing happens. But, and hear me out here, what if brainwashing is just a word for education that you disagree with? I mean, I went into college prepared to mock all of this, and it's not like my spirit was broken and feminism was forced on me with the aid of experimental drugs and hypnosis. I mean, I just kept a somewhat open mind and read a book. So I guess the moral is, if you want to avoid becoming a feminist, don't read any books about it. Write letters to universities asking them to protect free speech by please banning any courses that disagree with you. And uh, if any woman ever accuses you of being creepy, definitely don't do any serious introspection about it. Because deep down you know that you're not a creep. In fact, you'd better do even more of the thing that she said was creepy, just to prove she's fucking wrong. And because you need to prove that she didn't get to you at all, and that you're not angry. Because you looked at the tile, you were looking at the tile, and is it illegal now to have eyes? I was looking at the goddamn tile, Wendy. KDK12 calling KDK1. If you liked this video, please send help. And now, the thanking of the patrons! You may kiss the bride. I was looking at the tile.